episode 29, What's All the Fuse About? That was horrible. I'm not a 12-volt expert, but I play one on TV. All right, sit back, relax, enjoy yourself. The 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast is about to begin. Hello, welcome to the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki G. I'm here to inform and entertain and delight you about everything off-road for the next 10 minutes or so. Why 10 minutes? Well, I ordered a pizza 20 minutes ago, and I got 10 minutes left on my 30 minutes or less thing. Do they still do that anymore? Does anybody even know what that means? All right, welcome to the show. This week, I want to talk about winches and how to install them. Uh, I've used a winch before on other people's vehicles, but never installed one on my own until about three, four years ago. I got a winch and putting it in, I was reading the instructions and I was shocked that the manufacturer recommended I wired it straight to the battery with no fuse or a relay. And that goes against everything I believe about 12-volt electrical. Everything should be on a fuse or a relay and or relay. And so I I was kind of concerned and I kind of researched it a little bit and couldn't find too much information. Couldn't find anything conclusive. And so I've been... And there are a lot of people I've talked to run their winches straight wired to the battery. So I just left it at that. And my main concern about it was if you're ever in an accident or something and your winch is pushed into your chassis, that wire could ground and then there's nothing stopping the battery. You're getting all you're getting all the cold cranking amps sent right to that cable and it could start a fire. That was my belief at the time. I've changed my views slightly a little bit. Uh, I kind of let the whole fuse on a winch thing go away. And then the other day, I saw an advertisement for the Warn Winch Isolator, which is basically, it looks like an old starter solenoid. And you wire that up from your battery to the solenoid, and then from the solenoid to your winch and you have a button in your cab or a switch in the cab and you can just turn the solenoid on and off so you turn it off your winch is not operating or there's no power to your winch and then you know when you need power to your winch you turn it on and then you just use your winch as you normally did i saw it i said oh i gotta have it i must put more accessory on my vehicle and then I thought it, it looked a little bit pricey for a 500 amp solenoid. I've got a bunch of scrap wire hanging over. I could always make a 12 inch lead for next to nothing. And so it, I started looking for some more least expensive options. And you can, you could take a marine solenoid or just a, if you Google 500 amp solenoid, you can find them half the price of what the, uh, Warn kit is. It doesn't look as flashy as the Warn kit, but I think it'll serve the purpose. Then I really started getting into the numbers of it. Uh, how much does my, how many amps does my winch draw? 
well, my, my winch draws 435 amps continuous. Uh, as you know, if you ever turn on your washing machine, the lights dim a little bit and then come back up to normal. So it draws a little bit more amps on startup. So if my winch is pulling, I think it was, was it 480 or 435? Well, we'll say 480. It was 480 on startup or continuous. So maybe it pulls 500, 520 on startup. And that's just a nice continuous run. Just say I'm stuck and my winch bogs down a little bit more. Well, then that just jumped up from 480 to 520 again. And if you have a 500 amp solenoid, you could blow it out. And about 80 bucks a pop, you know, that's that's a bit pricey. You can go with the Marine one and they're like 35, 40 bucks. But still, blowing out a $40 part, you don't want to do that. Not to mention, you're stuck. You need that winch. You want it to work. So, And the same thing goes with a fuse. I, I, I was real hard-pressed to find a fuse over 500 amps. So you could have a 500 amp and that's the bare minimum of what I would need. And it's still, it would pop, or it might pop during use. And it's not too bad, you know, A&L fuse is, you know, five or six bucks. So you could keep a bunch of them, but then you're stuck, fuse pops, and then you have another problem. You want it to run smooth and simple. Thought about a fusible link. You can make a fusible link very easy. Uh, if you don't know what a fusible link is, it's basically your wire has a smaller diameter wire inside of it. So when uh, your wire, when the wire heats up from a short, it'll melt that little thinner wire first. The insulation on the wire keeps the spark and everything contained. So it just, you just have that little melt in the middle of the wire. That's great if you don't have room for a fuse, but then again, now, now you're stuck replacing a wire. And like I said, you're in an emergency situation, you need that winch, you're stuck, somebody's stuck, they're in a bad place, and then the winch craps out. You don't want to do that. So I started looking at, looking at the numbers on it, and so your winch is pulling 400, 500 amps. Well, your battery is 700 amps. So you know if, if you're protecting it from 500 amps in a dead short, I don't think there's that much difference. Your winch cable is at, your winch is at 400, 500 amps. Your battery is at 700 amps. I don't think that fuse is going to do too much for you in a dead short. I'm sure if there was a dead short, if you just took that battery cable and just grounded it down, just held it to a ground, I'm sure the cable will probably melt somewhere or the negative post on the battery will melt down. I don't think it's going to arc forever in a day. I, I, I might be wrong. I'm, so my understanding is you want the winch directly to the battery. Trying to put a fuse in it might be a waste of time. It probably is a waste of time. Uh, if, if you're concerned about it, the worn winch isolator seems to be the way to go. And then circling back to a dead short in, in the case of an accident or a crash, your winch 
really shouldn't be on a cheap, flimsy bumper. I'm sure it's on a big, stout bumper, and, and they could take an impact. Let me tell you, I was in a parking deck, and a lady was ahead of me, slammed her uh, Toyota Corolla in reverse, and it, it wasn't a big impact, but it was it was it was substantial. Not a scratch. Well, I can't say not a scratch. It scratched my bumper up a little bit. But her deck lid and bumper had the shape of my bull bar in it. So the chance of that bumper getting smashed into the frame, it could happen. But man, the impact that would take to do that, shorten the battery out, would probably be the least of your problems. So I want to hear how you guys run your winch. All right, that's about all the time we have for tonight. You can catch and download the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, and YouTube. You can follow and or contact the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast on the Gram, the Twitter, Facebook, and of course, YouTube. You can email us at 10minuteoffroad at gmail.com. That's 10minuteoffroad at gmail.com. All right, until next time, this is Nikki G saying, wheel what you got and be happy.